This is the Bartender Journey Podcast. It's the Bartender Journey Podcast number 280. My name is Brian Vincent Weber. Thanks for listening. This is a podcast that talks all about bartending and cocktails and spirits. Well, you haven't heard from me in several weeks, and that's because I've been busy writing my first book. It was through the podcast and website that I was contacted about writing a book for beginner bartenders, uh, for our home, home beginner bartenders. I'm co-writing it with Mr. Benny, who you remember was on our recent episode. We're excited about the project, but the deadlines have been very tight, and uh, we have to turn in stuff every week. So between being behind the bar for 50 to 60 hours a week and trying to get this book done on time, the podcast had to take a backseat for a while. But as I said, the deadlines are tight, but it'll be over before too long. Benny and I had known about the book when we recorded uh, all those weeks back, but the contracts hadn't been signed yet. The publisher still has the right to kill the deal, but uh, things are looking good. I believe it's supposed to be available in the middle of October, 2019 that is, and we'll keep you posted and uh, be sure to get Benny back on the show before after the book is published. Bar Convent Brooklyn was June 11th and 12th. This was the second year for the event, and it was awesome. During Bar Convent Brooklyn, or BCB as we say, I met Raymond Edwards, who is from Trinidad and chief mixologist for House of Angostura. We'll talk to him in just a few minutes. Remember Tales of the Cocktails coming up in mid-July? Are you going? I'm going. Let me know if you're going to be there, and maybe we'll get a drink or something or meet at an event. I uh, hope to get lots of content while I'm down there for the podcast, and hope to meet you. All right, from Bar Convent, Brooklyn. Hey, hi, Brian. Well, we're here with Raymond Edwards. How are you, sir? Man, I'm, I'm fine. I'm perfect. I'm excited. Um, we're here at Bar, Bar Convent, Brooklyn, Bar Convent, which is Brooklyn. an amazing event, and uh, se- only the second year here. It's and, it's the second year. So uh, we'll get you a little closer to that, Mike. And uh, so Angostura, what a great brand. I mean, you know, every I think it, I think in the U.S., most people think of it as the. Um, Bitters, right? Yeah, that's all they think about the the, the um, aromatic bitters. In fact. Absolutely. So, but there's so much more to the company. And right? it's you know, Angostura is you know is a milestone. It's a it's a it's a landmark. It's a it's a movement. It's mm-hmm. a it's a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm from the the islands. I'm from Trinidad and Tobago, and I work at the distillery. You know, I've been with Angostura for approximately 15 years. Wow. Uh, officially 12 years. Unofficially 15 years. But the thing is, is that, you know, I had an amazing discussion with a, a group uh, a couple of months ago and uh, pretty much what I, what I was saying to them was, you know, you know, I'm third generation Angostura. No way. N- not in respect to the to, to, oh. to lineage, oh. but in respect to uh, Angostura being a part of who we are as a people. Oh, I see. And, and I say this without apology, you know, every single person that lives in Trinidad you know, uh, pretty much connects with the brand. It's so, it's so vibrant. It's so, there's so much history. There's so much depth when it comes to Angostura. And the thing is that Angostura produces bitters, Angostura aromatic bitters. The main staple we all know that is featured in, man, contemporary, modern, uh, uh, you know, classic cocktails. Angostura changes everything. You know, it adds depth of flavor to your cocktails, brings out hidden flavors, it turns the tone down acidity, you know. And what's amazing is the application in Trinidad is a tad bit different, you know, from that of the the rest of the world. In that, in, in Trinidad, we cook with Angostura a lot. You know, so I'm from the northeastern oh, end oh, of chicken, right? Man, everything. Oh. Fish. I'm from the northeastern end of the island. So I live in a small fishing and farming village called Toko. Okay. 
and it's all the way northeast. It's the closest point on the island to Tobago because we are twin republic, Trinidad and Tobago. But it's very laid back. You know, it's a rural village, but the lifestyle there is more akuda matata. So it's more laid back. <laughs> you know, everyone is uh, island time, island vibe, yeah. you know. But we marinate a lot of the fish that we catch, the fresh fish, with Angostura bitters. You know, and even Angostura orange bitters that was launched in 2007, we incorporate that in a lot of uh, desserts as well. And it's for me, it's like the heart and soul of a classic a martini, man. Classic gin martini. And while, while, while we're talking about desserts, what about Angostura bitters on vanilla ice cream? <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> man, uh, there's a, a colleague of mine named Miranda from Trinidad, and she actually makes Angostura bitters ice cream on the island. Oh, wow. <laughs> she has an amazing shop all the way down uh, on the, the southern end of the island that she sells. This ice cream is delicious. It's delicious. Well, you have to tell me about. I, I've never been to Trinidad, unfortunately, and I'd, I'd love to visit, but I, I know nothing about it. So, like, is there is there much of a cocktail cu- Man, culture? I mean, is it does it all revolve around <laughs> a store? I don't know. You, you know, that, you know, that's a great question. In that Trinidad doesn't have much of a cocktail culture. I'm working very, very hard to develop the cocktail culture. That's why three years ago, I introduced, along with the help of Leisha Alexander, uh, the Queen Spark Swizzle. Oh. And the Queen's Park Swizzle is a classic cocktail that was created in Trinidad in the early 1900s. Right. So in order for me to help promote cocktail mm-hmm. culture, what the bartenders were missing in Trinidad pretty much was the foundation. So they didn't understand much about the classics. Mm-hmm. They knew a lot about like the contemporary and modern you know, cocktails, libations, but the classics, I think, is very important. So the, sw- the swizzles, they didn't really know so about? So they didn't really know about the swizzle. What? And the thing is that... <laughs> The Queen's Park Swizzle was created That's, in Trinidad. Yeah. So Angostura launched that campaign three years ago, and we made the Queen's Park Swizzle ours in that it's our national drink. With that being said, um, for me, Angostura, the house of Angostura and its brand, Angostura bitters, the aromatic bitters, the orange bitters, in 2014, we launched an Amaro. Yes. It was a very daring move. It was. Very daring Unexpected. move. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, was, I was there for Tales of the Cocktail for the launch God, party. Man. I, and they, they wouldn't tell me like what the party was about. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, here. The big reveal. They're like, Amaro? Seriously? <laughs> you know, and I, I will never forget that day. You know, Douglas Henderson. Um, oh, you were there too. I was there as well. Yeah. And uh, the day we received the award, you know, it was very surprising because. Oh, you want best. Um, best, you, best, best new cocktail ingredient. Right, right. Um, and, you know, one of the, the big. Italian companies that produce Amaro because Amaro yeah. is traditionally or Mari yeah. as a category yeah, yeah. is traditionally Italian. <laughs> yep. So he was like, "What give you guys the right to produce an Amaro?" <laughs> like, ah, well, we are Angostura, you know. And Amaro technically is a portable bitters. Mm-hmm. You know, it belongs right. to the same category, but right. it's portable. Sure. Angostura, on the other hand, Angostura Armada Bitters is non-portable. Right. So, so just, just for anybody who doesn't know, explain what that means, the, the, the so, difference. So, so bitters can be portable as well as can be non-portable. So non-portable is bitters that you won't necessarily drink directly. Mm-hmm. However... By themselves. By themselves. However, in places like Chicago... Uh, <laughs> I know. There's uh, there's bitters on top. I know, crazy, crazy yeah. people. Man, that stuff. I mean, <laughs> I won't say it's crazy, but man, adventurous. I'm not, not going to do it. It's very adventurous. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, in Asia, it's uh, it's referred to as the bartender's handshake. Yeah. Now it's something yeah. that we don't promote because what it does by promoting that it, it takes the bitters out of the category, right. which is it's it's 
it's not what we want. However, yeah, you don't want it to be the point where you can't buy it in the supermarket anymore. Exactly, you know. <laughs> That's why you can buy it in the supermarket <laughs> without an ID right now because there is alcohol in it, but we exactly you expect that nobody's going to drink, you know, an ounce of it or you know. And even, you know, you know, uh, half an ounce. Uh, one of uh, our guests at the boot, uh, she asked a question, and I said, you know, uh, it's an amazing question. You know, you, this is the best question I've had for the, for the, <laughs> since I've been at the boot. And she was, you know, she works at a school, and there's a question that they ask ever so often, especially when it comes to kids. You know, why is Angostura uh, categorized as? non-alcoholic but when I look at the bottle yeah, yeah. I said well it's not categorized as non-alcoholic Angostura bitters it's it's 44.7 percent yeah. however it's categorized as a more like an essence or a, a, a flavor mm, a flavoring essence, that's yeah. A good word, essence, yeah and uh, its application is primarily maybe two dashes two right. or three dashes yep. or unless you're making a Queen's Park swizzle but you need to put four or six dashes <laughs> yeah but in respect to uh, the non-alcoholic um, uh, composition of this drink that you're making, Pudash yeah. is pretty much it's not really, when you look at the ABV. Well, it's not, not going to raise the ABV very uh, much. Absolutely not. Not much at all. So, but but so, it's going to add a lot of flavor, though. Man, a ton load of flavor, <laughs> a ton load of flavor. So, you know, so we have, you know, Angostura bitters, you know, Angostura also produce rums. We have uh, one of the world's most awarded rum range. Um, yeah, well, let's talk about the rums uh, because... They're not. Unfortunately, they're not that widely available in the U.S. I mean, I mean, they're around, but you don't see it in every bar, and they're and they're delicious. You know, um, <laughs> is it is it the nineteen nineteen, and then what's the other one? So there's nineteen nineteen. Uh, there's Angostura seventeen eighty seven, which is a fifteen year old. There's Angostura seven year old rum. There's Angostura white oak, which is the white rum, very clear, crisp, very yeah. refreshing, a nice white rum. Uh, there's Angostura eighteen twenty four, which is favorite. the twelve year old. That's the one that's my favorite. Angostura 1824. Delicious. Uh, I mean, I like them all, and it's, it's enjoyed uh, very much by everyone in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, do, do they drink it neat or on the rocks men, or in, in Trinidad? In all formats. Yeah. All formats. Uh, in Trinidad, uh, we have a drinking culture. Yeah. You know, a drinking culture. <laughs> Not a cocktail culture. We have a drinking, have a drinking culture. culture. So there's appreciation for uh, for rum uh, in Trinidad, a very, very high appreciation for rum. Um, but now... Since we've launched uh, the the Queen's Park Swizzle, you know what we would have seen start seeing is, you know, that creative sense where bartenders are now, you know, applying that foundation to their craft. Right. And you're seeing so they, they take that foundation to create other new new things. Absolutely, and you're seeing now as well, whereby you know a lot of um, a lot of new cocktail bars are opening in Trinidad, and surprisingly enough. Uh, we have international bartenders that are coming to Trinidad really? and managing bars. Awesome. Yeah. We had a, a JJ Goodman, uh, his cousin, JJ Goodman from the UK, the London Cocktail Club. Oh, okay. Yeah. His cousin, uh, Max, was actually uh, uh, working at Casaborn, which was like a, a relatively uh, new uh, opened uh, cocktail bar in Trinidad. It was mm. opened, I think, late last year. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just imagine sitting on the beach at a beach bar. <laughs> are there a lot of those? There must be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there are a couple of beach bars. Um, you know, uh, Trinidadians, we love, we love the beach. You know, um, sea, sand, and, 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 and sunshine. And, and rum. And rum. <laughs> and rum, of course. Um, it's pretty much it's, it's, it's a go-to. It's all go-to when it comes to spirits on the island. Um, Angostura rums is, is highly enjoyed. Mm. And it's enjoyed as well with uh, LLB. 
Angostura lemon lime and bitters. Yeah, yeah, we have to talk about that because I don't, I, I don't know that much about it. So it's a, it's a soda basically, yeah. right? It's, it's non-alcohol. Is, is, is it, there alcohol at all? <laughs> it, there's no alcohol. No in, alcohol in, in LLB. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, for a beverage to be considered non-alcoholic, you know, the percentage is zero point zero five. Okay. Um, for it to be to be, tough to be placed into that category as non-alcoholic, um, LLB on the other hand has has no alcohol. It's light. It's refreshing. Uh, its origins are Australian in that um, mm. it's believed that, you know, after a round of golf, you know, these guys will all assemble together and have LLB um, as is, as a, as their preferred um, refreshing beverage, or some of them may mix it with gin yeah. or even... Uh, so I, I think you made me here a little drink with, yeah. it, with it. So this is Amaro de Angostura topped mm. off with LLB. It's mm. a Amaro highball. Delicious. So it doesn't... So depending on your orientation... If you are a vodka drinker, what do you like? Vodka, rum, drink, or all of the above? Tequila, uh, mezcal? All, uh, all of the above. <laughs> I, tend to, I tend to gravitate towards whiskey myself. Whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, even bourbon, uh, you know, two ounces, ounce and a half, topped off with uh, Angostura LLB. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a match made in heaven. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, great, man. So you've been working for Angostura for, for quite a yeah, long time. Yeah, I've and, been, I've uh, been around <laughs> for a while. Uh, here we are at Bar Convent, Brooklyn. Yeah, you're having a great time here. Man, it's an amazing time. Yeah. The thing is that I've been I've been to to Bar Convent, Berlin. Yeah, I haven't been. Which is it's massive. Yeah, you know it's uh, maybe uh, ten times the size of of, really? of this street show. <laughs> wow. Um, but you know BCB Bar Convent, Brooklyn. Um, you know it's a it's a bit more intimate. It's a right. bit more concentrated. Yeah. Um. Great presentation, great boots. Um, yeah. You know, Angostura is here, of course. Of course. Um, showcasing the brand and allowing uh, consumers to kind of interface and, and connect with the brand. What I liked as well is that everyone who came to the booth knew Angostura. Well, everybody knows Angostura. Yeah, bitters, everyone knew, but... <laughs> knew Angostura bitters. But the association, pretty much with the products that were offered uh, on day one, which was uh, Angostura LLB. Yeah. Angostura base, Angostura aromatic bitters base, and Amaro de Angostura, which is also Angostura aromatic bitters base. So, in respect to innovation, I think uh, the company has been heading in the right direction. Yeah. In respect to or in light of creating really, really amazing products that is tailored towards uh, consumers, bartenders, cocktail lovers, everyone at heart. Let me ask you this question. Somebody told me this. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> if, if you go to the Angostura plant, they'll show you around where they make the rum. They'll show you this, that, everything. And then there's this door. Like, there's four locks on the door. It's like, if you want to know what's in the bitters, nope, nope. We're not, nope. We're not telling you what's in there. Man, it's a, <laughs> it's a secret it, recipe. It's called a secret room. And, <laughs> it's and, true, it, huh? and, it, and it does exist. Um, 15 years ago, when I, when I started at a distillery, um, I'll be honest, you know, I didn't believe. <laughs> I, I didn't have the fate. I didn't have. The, I, I didn't believe until the lorries came. These huge trucks yeah. that were filled with bags. And where I was stationed, I was stationed at a warehouse. And above the warehouse is where they kept the botanicals. Mm. And these botanicals, when they come into Trinidad, our customs, yeah. these botanicals are not checked. <laughs> It's a it's an arrangement, and I was telling Emma and the team an yesterday. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a historical yet uh, arrangement um, that is made with the government of Trinidad and Tobago okay. and the House of Angostura. Okay. You know, we we came there, we met that there. 
you know, uh, a lot of the, the execs and, and, and managers back then, they would have made that arrangement to protect the integrity of, of the brand. Right. In that when the botanicals were different parts of the world wants to reach Trinidad, it's sent directly to the distillery. <laughs> no one checks the bag. Now, what is crazy, Brian, is that when the bags came in, on the bags had flour, sugar, <laughs> Written on the bags. <laughs> That's cool. When I saw that, I thought to myself, you know, is Angus Trump making pastries? <laughs> <laughs> Flour, sugar? But again, it's all part of protecting the, protecting the legacy, the yeah. history yeah. that is that is Angus Trump. That's amazing. It's a, it's a company that, or it's a brand that, for me, truly encompasses uh, the true nature of, of Trinidad mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. You know, Trinidad is a multi-diverse, multi-ethnic island, yeah. you know, um, where all creed and race finds an equal place. It's, a, it's an amazing, amazing country. Oh. Um, and not only in respect to ethnicity, but in respect to religion as well. Mm. And for me, uh, Angus Trua is a true representation of, of all of the above. Sounds like it was, it was part of it. It's, right? abs- it's been around abs- for, for how long? Man, longer, uh, longer than our independence. Wow. I'm going to say Angus Trinidad. Trinidad got its <laughs> independence in 1962. Uh, okay. Yeah, where we... From France, From, right? from uh, England. Oh, England. We were, we were an English colony, okay. a okay. British colony. Um, we were ruled by, by Her, Her Majesty as, as well. Mm. And she as well fell in love, Her Majesty fell in yeah. love with Angus Oh. In that, Angus is one of the few products... No, I think it's the only product in the Caribbean region that has the royal seal or the royal warrant. Oh, wow. By Her Majesty. <laughs> so Angostura is allowed to be served in the royal household. Wow. Isn't that special? That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. What a fascinating history. And I mean, I mean, there's been a bottle of Angostura bitters in every bar in, in America anyway. I don't know about the rest of the world. Man, for for the last I don't know hundred years or more, and I think I think hats off to uh, hats off definitely <laughs> to um, to um, to Don Carlos, mm-hmm. you know, who was the eldest of the three sons who brought the the, the their father's uh, business or family owned business to Trinidad in uh, in eighteen uh, pretty much around eighteen seventy five eighteen seventy six. Wow. After their their dad passed away, they moved from Venezuela, where their recipe was perfected by their dad. In yeah. 1824, in 1875, after he passed away, they moved the, the family business to Trinidad, where it still remains today. Yeah. Still so remains cool. today. Well, I've got to get down there someday. I'm, I'm, Please, I'm, Brian. I'm, I'm, I'm just fascinated to see the place. Man, come down to Trinidad, uh, Mikasa Sukasa. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you know, come to the house of Angus Trua. Uh, it's an amazing place, an amazing island. Uh, amazing uh, culinary uh, uh, delicacies, mm. doubles, roti. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, so much rum, so much fun, the energy, the people, the vibe. Yeah. I'm begging Emma and the team to come down. Uh, hopefully uh. they come for carnival. Oh, yeah. Because Trinidad has uh, the best carnival in the world. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that. You know, the Brazilians don't like to hear me say that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, our carnival is very, very unique. Yeah. Uh, hence the reason why our global cocktail competition, Angostura Global Cocktail Competition, AGCC, is hosted or held during carnival every two oh, years. Nice. Oh, wow. So we give the uh, bartenders an opportunity, the competitors, as well as the distributors and attendees, an opportunity to experience Trinidad Carnival, which is one in a lifetime experience. I bet, I bet. So how do you find out more about that, the competition? Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's actually online. 
mm. at the moment. Um, uh, Angostura, you can go online at, um, and visit our Angostura page. Uh, all the information uh, is there. Okay. Uh, Angostura, the house of Angostura.com. Um, or you could do, uh, you can uh, type in or Google uh, uh, AGCC, Angostura Global Cocktail Competition. Okay. Uh, this year is uh, is when most of the the heats are being run in different islands. It's not different countries. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Angostura Global Cocktail Challenge dot com. Okay. Angostura Global Cocktail Challenge dot com. Perfect. And once you go on there, all the information is there. What is really really nice is that this year. 2019 is whereby all the competition heats are being run in various uh, regions throughout the world. Right. We choose the top 12 who will come to Trinidad for a massive showdown in 2020. All right. And 2020 is our anniversary. It's oh. our anniversary. You know, <laughs> so um, this is a special one. I saw the Australians are very aggressive because <laughs> they, they have won the, the competition the most. So my good friend Marco Nunes, Zenek Kestenik, uh, Mike Tomasik, these guys are all all uh, all going to be there in 2020. Hopefully you can be there as well. I'd love to. Yeah, I'm going to send you an invitation, man. Please do. I'm going to talk to Emma and the team and, and have you down there. Putting <laughs> 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 her on a hook. She's right over there. <laughs> well, dude, it was amazing to meet oh you. Oh my god, like, it's, it's a, a pleasure, pleasure, to, talk a pleasure to, you. to meet you as well. And, uh, Maybe we go drink some uh, rum. Man, absolutely. Let's go have a have a drink of uh, drink of Amaro or drink of Angostura rum. Yeah. Maybe a couple of dashes of bitters. Uh, matasa, man. Akuda matata, man. Akuda matata. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Thank you so much. That was a lot of fun. Good man there. Good man. All right. I hope you're subscribed. I can't promise a show every single week during the summer because it's our busiest season at the club where I work. As a very good friend of mine said, it's like you're an accountant and it's April 1st. Only my busy season lasts about three or four months instead of three or four weeks. Anyway, if you are subscribed to the podcast, you'll get the new shows downloaded to your phone automatically for free as soon as they become available. What a deal. It's summer. I hope you get a chance to enjoy a great drink outside somewhere. We'll talk to you next time on the Bartender Journey Podcast. Cheers. Yeah.